Electric Gugelsäle. Hello and welcome to the second episode of uh, Electric Vuvuzela podcast. Uh, what a week for football, uh, if I may say that. Uh, you, uh, my name is Miko. Of course, let me introduce Luan, Luan, my son, who is 11, and we've been uh, playing a lot of football this week because you uh, you've been having a big tournament and you've you've been getting quite far. Uh, well, how how would you describe your week at the Helsinki Cup, which? If I'm if I'm correct, is the third largest youth football tournament in Europe. in the whole whole Europe. Yes. How how has it been going? Well, with my team, it's gone very well. We've won all our matches, and we've also won a elite uh, division team one zero. And yeah, it was a very dramatic match, but. I yeah, but we in did the well end, in the yeah. we're going. We're doing well in the tournament. Tomorrow, if we win the first game, there will be one more game. And if we win that one, we'll we'll get a third game. And then, if we win that one, we'll be in the final. So, in other words, you're now in the last sixteen. You're in the last sixteen out of like yeah. maybe few hundred. One hundred and something. One hundred and twenty something teams. Okay. Okay. Something. Yeah, I remember that it's something between one and two hundred, but. Yeah. It depends. Uh, it depends on a year. Okay, so that's been going well, and you've been playing as a as um, as a as a midfielder. Uh, how is that working out? Yeah, it's fun, and I think I've played very well. I've also played on the left wing, and I think I maybe I like playing on the left wing more because I don't play there that often. But I think I'm better in the midfield still. So. Okay, that's something nice. Sometimes nice to have some, some variety, I suppose. Uh, well, uh, that's that's been that's been something. It's been really nice to be watching those matches as well. If there's not enough football uh, since the last time we talked, uh, Brazil is out. I think, <laughs> I think last time. I, I, I think if something the uh, something if if we can say something about this football World Cup 2018, it is that we don't have to guess. Like predictions have been just crazy like nobody has yeah. been guessing everything has gone like england came very far maybe people weren't expecting even though i'm i'm supporting france i'm very surprised that they are in a final i thought that maybe I, I, i was hoping i thought that you know they're good but they're not there yet you know maybe you know there's gonna be like brazil and germany and all these other teams who might be uh, ahead of them but so we have a, a final uh, coming in a weekend, and that's of course going to be Croatia against France. But um, how would you how would you rate England's uh, run? That was something that they were talking uh, about a lot. Of course, English media is, is is a very powerful one, as little as I like it, but nevertheless, it's a very powerful one. So, how did you find England's run? I mean, it was good, even though they didn't really have uh, they pl- they've played surprisingly well. And um, I mean, I'm not sure if it's a surprise for the English supporters, but even though they didn't, they won like um, Tunisia and Panama. They're not like the best football teams, but still, they also like scored a goal like at the 90 minutes. Yeah, I think Tunisia. I think towards the end, they kind of proved that okay. You know, 
it was not a fluke. Like it was not a fluke because it was not just lucky, lucky thing that they yeah. were doing. I think initially from the group stage, it's difficult to say anything particularly conclusive when you're playing, when you're winning Tunisia and and yeah. and, 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 and and Panama, even with big numbers. And of course, because of those big numbers, the the best goal scorer as it stands still is um, Harry Kane. Uh, and it might be, I think, Romelu Lukaku. He can still. De- technically, there's still some people who can win it. I think, uh, uh, as as it stands, I think uh, Harry Kane has six, Lukaku has four, Bappe has three. That type of thing, and those yeah. are still the people who are still playing. So I, I'm not actually. I didn't check that in now, but I think that they're still. Um, it seems likely that if if Harry Kane didn't score anything against uh, um, Belgium, Romelu Lukaku would have to score a hat-trick in order to be the <laughs> the only winner uh, or two goals appraised to tie tie it with him. So yeah. that's something else. And France against Belgium, that was, a, that was a very good match, I thought. It was a very tough match. Yeah, it was a very even. It was it was it was fairly, uh, I think, fairly even handed. But then, uh, then what what happened is that uh, Samuel Umtiti oh, yeah, scored the goal and 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 with the header from a, from a, from a, corner kick. Yes, and 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 so it went. And Belgium, with the best of their intention, uh, without uh, Thomas Meunier, who was uh, who had two yellow cards um, and he couldn't play, so that that was that. But I think I think that a lot of the Belgian players were a little bit bitter about it. Um, they felt that France had played a bit negatively. But I I think that um, as I, I actually I wish that that would have been the final. I wish that France and <laughs> France and Belgium would have been in a final. But this this was not to be. So I think that it's it's I'm biased because I I, I support France in this competition. But I've supported France still this till yeah. the start. So I'm very happy that finally the team that I support yeah can go that far. Yeah, yeah. But again, uh, we can only say that this is what we think uh, might happen. Um, uh, Croatia has a very very strong midfield. Everybody knows that, and they have got good players. Mandukic, I think he hurt himself a little bit. Uh, we don't know how serious it is. So hopefully he can play in the final but I think that France has a very very strong team but so does Croatia so it really anything can happen and 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 I think what is going to be quite possibly possibly quite interesting uh, this year is actually going to be a rerun of a match that we've already had um, in this tournament <laughs> for the second time we're going to have a Belgium England uh, playing sure. they started from the same group stage and then they were playing very Could I say half-hearted? They weren't really. They didn't seem that they're that serious. They didn't know whether they who wants to win, and 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 Belgium won without some of their best players, and 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 England also didn't have their best players. So now we shall see how it's gonna go with them um, with with that match. But I do think that now they want to win because to English, I think that the bronze medal would mean something because they really come far, and they I think they would. But Belgium, I don't think that they have really. I think that I think I think actually that both teams might actually really try to win that match and it's not going to be like one of those sometimes the bronze matches that at least the other team doesn't really care so it doesn't make much difference but let's hope for a good 
uh, bronze match and let's hope for a good final and then we shall see. But now I decided before this podcast that I'm not going to give any predictions really because, you know, the predictions, they've been embarrassing. <laughs> this this year they've been embarrassing for, for, for more or less everybody. So so that that is um, that is something else. Another thing that we could talk about today briefly is a transfer uh, season. Of course, big things have been happening since we last time talked last time before we get into the, the big, big one. But last time we were uh, mentioning uh, that Buffon seemed likely to be a PSG player and now he is a PSG player. Um, uh, Gianluigi Buffon, of course, uh, the Italian, uh, not so much playing at the national team, Azuri anymore, but he's uh, nevertheless playing, uh, he's been playing, was it 17 years for uh, Juventus and before that was it 10 years for Parma. Some size. I mean, anyway, he's got a long and an and, and amazing career. He's a world champion, of course, with Italy, and um, and 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 now at the age of 40, he's is actually older than I am. He's going to be playing in PSG. The big question is, uh, he was a free transfer. The big question is oh, that really? yes, because he was his contract was done. But but, but the big question is not what is going to happen to Alphonse Ariola. That is the big question. Is Buffon going to be the number one keeper or is he going to be more like a, like a goalkeeper's trainer, mental coach, somebody who can uh, tell people like what to how like how how they can make how how they can make these things things work in a, in a tough situation. So we shall see how that goes. That's going to be very interesting to see how that pans out. But what I don't wish that would happen is that a year ago there was another free transfer to Paris from uh, Juventus. Do you remember which when that was free transfer from Daniel Juventus Alves. Daniel Alves another older gentleman not as old as Buffon but another older stageman like a really 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 one of the best like really established but already not 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 that young and he came um, to Paris and and people were thinking that oh you know he's going to bring that some little bit of extra when they need in a Champions League when they're playing against tough team he's going to bring it. but then he was playing like all matches like he was just playing every match on a on a, on some Tuesday night in wherever like um, provincial France they were playing against whoever Daniel was was there at the expense of Thomas Meunier, who is now uh, playing for Belgian a national team as well. And, and and I don't know if Thomas Meunier was very happy about that because he had really worked hard to get that 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 place. Uh, so I, I hope that this doesn't happen with Buffon. I hope that because mm. I don't think Paris should lose Alphonse Areola. I think he can be really a great uh, goalkeeper. And realistically, Buffon can only be there for a year or two. Yeah. How about the other one? That also involves Juventus. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, what do we... That's, I don't know. Now it's actually... Mm, yeah, I think that the El Clasicals are now going to be very different because, well, Cristiano Ronaldo has had a big role in the El Clasicals and everything. and It's always been Messi v Ronaldo and mm. La Liga and everything. But now, since they're playing the different leagues now, Serie and La Liga, it just feels weird. It's a bit unusual situation, that has to be said, because now 
Uh, Neymar has left La Liga a year ago. Uh, now Zidane uh, left Real Madrid. Now Cristiano Ronaldo. And yes, I don't know if, if I don't want to make too big conclusions out of this, but is 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 something happening? Is the is La Liga kind of losing some of its its charm, or is it that that um, that there are other um, other big teams? These are still big teams that are that are recruiting this this one. So. So I don't really know what's happening, but uh, it's going to be unusual to see Cristiano Ronaldo in the Juventus shirt. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting, but unusual. Also, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo most likely will have the Nike, spon- Nike sponsor until, but it would be a big surprise if if he would decide to ch- uh, change for Adidas, but I don't think he will because Lionel Messi. Has, have you heard anything that that would happen? No, it's just because, well, even though Real Madrid's sponsor was also Adidas and mm. everything, but mm, in the Juventus there are much more Adidas like people who use Adidas in that team. Because in Real Madrid, the only people were like Marcelo and um, Keylor Navas, and I think that might be all in the starting lineup. Uh, I actually and Gareth Bale. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't really know and so Benzema. much. Benzema. Yeah, well, there are a few. I don't. I actually don't know. Don't know so much about it. But it's interesting. That is an interesting thing in that sense. That I. I think that uh, Ronaldo was paid more by Nike than Real Madrid. I seem to recall that. But anyway, um, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo is one of the the biggest stars for for that particular brand, and he's been playing for the uh, team that is uh, that has got a Adidas kit and yeah. and sponsored by Adidas. The same thing, of course, with Lionel Messi is, is the biggest name of Adidas, and he's been playing with the, the with the with the with the, um, the Barcelona with the Nike kits, and and then. What what has happened then is that, but Cristiano Ronaldo plays with the with Portuguese national team. They have Nike kits, and then Cristiano Ronaldo has has got a Argentinian um, um, uh, Adidas kit. So whenever they are being, uh, you know, Lionel pictured, Messi. Lionel Messi. Sorry, Lionel Messi. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so um, so it's 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 something that has happened. But I think that there was a talk. But of course, there was so much talk. There was so much talk anyway when Neymar was coming because PSG is of course sponsored by Nike and Neymar is one of the big names and I think probably the biggest name once Cristiano Ronaldo is starting to perhaps well he's not yeah. going to play forever even even Cristiano Ronaldo is not going to play forever is not going to play forever so we shall see how it works but anyway uh, I think this this that's been it's interesting and I think we're going to have much more I think it's going to be quite interesting Uh, thing that is going to happen since when when uh, when the World Cup is finally done, then we shall see what are co- that we we shall see what are going to be the the final changes. What are, what what's going to happen? There's going to be a lot of players who might be on the move. I think that I feel like there might be some big ones still on on way, but we we shall see. Uh, anyway, thank you very much uh, to you for this week's uh, Electric Vuvuzela. Uh, as always, you can uh, people can follow us. You can follow us on on Twitter at uh, evuvuzela, letter e and then vuvuzela. Uh, that's as one word. And and uh, we always 
posting something there and, and, and feel free to say hello to us, ask questions and whatever. And you can also find us now from uh, many different uh, platforms. We are still working on these things a little bit, but now you can find us from Spotify and from many, many different podcast applications. So uh, make sure that you uh, subscribe to this if, if you already haven't. And thank you so much for listening. We shall talk to you in two weeks time and yep. uh, take care now and, and enjoy the f- World Cup finals and bronze matches. The World Cup finals, are they on? This this weekend, uh, bronze match, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday is the final. Okay, so the Helsinki Cup final is one day before yes, the yes. World Cup final. Yes, there's definitely not going to be overlapping. Also, this match is on the evening. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. We shall talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.